very early in my career, I had this unique opportunity to live and work in Malaysia. Um, I was working as a management <laughs> consultant. And I, when I got there, I met for the first time, uh, the first entrepreneur that I ever worked with, Philip Ting. And um, when I got there, I, I was confused because I thought, well, maybe this is the difference between Asian management and Western or U.S. management of businesses. Mm -hmm. And then later I figured out that, no, he's just an entrepreneur. And you just had to listen. You had to filter through um, so many things. And what I found is um, you had to have the patience to listen and understand and then be clear in what you were going to take action on. Because what I appreciated was um, I could sit all day and look at a problem and not see the solution that Philip saw. I mean, he just really was able mm -hmm. to cut through it. And I appreciated that, but he didn't know the steps in getting it solved. He just knew what the outcome needed to be. And so it was being pragmatic about those steps and being clear in what you were going to do and then clear in what you weren't going to do. And that's, mm -hmm. uh, th that's maybe the, the secret to it is making sure that uh, you have clarity in that communication. This week on the podcast, we have Doug Anderson. He talks about the integrator and the visionary relationship in EOS, which is really important to get EOS started and moving and uh, work in the right direction. So we'll jump right in. Well, welcome to the podcast, Doug. I am excited that you're here with us today. Can you just give us a brief intro of how you got involved in your work and then what you do now? Sure. So I am a certified EOS implementer. And what I do is I help entrepreneurs get more of what they want out of their business. So um, what I found is I've worked with entrepreneurs all of my career. And what I find is there are so many entrepreneurs that have these amazing ideas and want to get more stuff done and they're just not getting the traction that they need and that's how i got involved um, with eos several years ago and that's what i do i help entrepreneurs get more of what they want out of their business yeah absolutely so what are some of those things that initially um they say that they want in their organization what are some of those things that you help them with yeah so typically entrepreneurs are frustrated with lack of growth or people issues that they're dealing with um, and, and they're just not achieving what they think they can get. They're, you know, they're profitable, but not as profitable as they want to be. And they just really struggle with um, how do they get those things going and get them happening the way they want them in their business. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's important. And I think a lot of people feel that way, but they don't know exactly how to get out of those weeds, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So how do yeah. you, how, what are some of those initial things that you do to help them get in the right direction and start moving in the, the way that they want? Yeah, so um, the, the EOS system was built by Gina Wickman and based on the book Traction. Um, a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs have read the book and look at it and say, what we really do is we start with their leadership team because it's important that um, if, if you have this amazing idea, you need people around you that can help execute on that vision to make it come to life. And mm -hmm. that's where we start. We start to make sure that you have the right structure first for your leadership team, making sure that um, it's what you need going forward, not historical, not what you've done in the past, not mm -hmm. based on how things kind of organically happened in the organization. So it's that nice cut that says, hey, that's great. 
it's important that you have all these things, this history of your business, but what's critical for going forward in your business? And we start with structure first, people second, making sure we get, uh, you know, a little Jim Collins thing, get the right people on the bus and, and mm-hmm. help them move in that direction. So uh, that's what we start with. And, and there's three things we really focus on with those clients. It's uh, vision, traction, and healthy. And vision is just simply, is everyone on the same page, starting with your leadership team um, with where you're going and how you get there. And then traction is, are you holding yourselves accountable to making that vision come true? Because so many times that's not happening. And we always say vision without traction is just hallucination. So Mm -hmm. um, how do you make that real in your organization? And then the third uh, portion is healthy, doing it in a functional, cohesive way, because a lot of times that's hard. You have this entrepreneur that has these you know, 100 ideas a day, and they're wondering why they're not all being executed on. And it's, it's uh, one of those uh, uh, fun challenges and something that uniquely I think I bring to the table and that I've done throughout my career is work with some amazing entrepreneurs that you filter through and you find those nuggets that um, are really worth going after. And then saying no to the other things that are uh, yeah, might be good for the future or might be somewhere else, but not for yeah. today. Yeah, absolutely. How do you filter some of those nuggets out? Because I, I have seen entrepreneurs have <laughs> a million and one ideas a day and it's, it's a little bit like chasing rabbits in a sense. Um, but then how, what, how do you filter those out to make sure that the entrepreneur <laughs> is going down the right road? Yeah, it, it, it's a lot of it's built on trust. And um, um, it, it, I started my I, very early in my career, I was this unique opportunity to live and work in Malaysia. Um, I was working as a management <laughs> consultant. And I, when I got there, I met for the first time, uh, the first entrepreneur that I ever worked with, Philip Ting. And um, when I got there, I, I was confused because I thought, well, maybe this is the difference between Asian management and Western or U.S. management of businesses. Mm-hmm. And then later I figured out that, no, he's just an entrepreneur. And you just had to listen. You had to filter through um, so many things. And what I found is um, you had to have the patience to listen and understand and then be clear in what you were going to take action on. Because what I appreciated was um, I could sit all day and look at a problem and not see the solution that Philip saw. I mean, he just really was able Mm -hmm. to cut through it. And I appreciated that, but he didn't know the steps in getting it solved. He just knew what the outcome needed to be. And so it was being pragmatic about those steps and being clear in what you were going to do and then clear in what you weren't going to do. And that's, mm-hmm. uh, th- that's maybe the, the secret to it is making sure that uh, you have clarity in that communication. Yeah, even when absolutely. It's absolutely. I almost think of it as like the visionary who is that entrepreneurial spirit and um, their counterpart, which is often a more sound <laughs> person who um, is, not necessarily throwing out a million ideas, but don't know always a solution to get there. What, what is yeah. some of, of that advice that you would give them when they're walking into this new role or they're in this role, but yeah. they're feeling a bit overwhelmed because they are 
like I said, chasing yeah. rabbits around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first one is there's an amazing book called Rocket Fuel written by Gino Wickman and uh, Mark Winters. And they define this relationship, the yin and yang of, a, of an entrepreneur or a visionary and what we call an integrator, an integrator, that person who uh, brings the, the, the people together. So, or brings those ideas together and harmoniously integrates the major functions of the business. And the first advice that I give to an integrator in working with the visionary is don't be afraid to get, be fired. If you're worried about mm -hmm. your job every day and you're worried that, oh, I can't say that, it'll fire me, then you're working in the wrong place with the wrong entrepreneur. Yeah. Entrepreneurs appreciate just um, gut-wrenching honesty. So when, when they're saying something that's crazy or that you don't understand, just tell them. And, and you yeah. have to be able to have that clear line of communication, otherwise it doesn't work. You, you have to be able to kick them in the shins and know that they're okay with that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think that's really important too, to be transparent and open and honest and like, is this actually gonna work? Um, those yeah. type of yeah. conversations. It yeah, Gino tells a great story, and, and it's based on research, and I don't remember what the research was, but it had um, people in communication trying to communicate with each other, and, and what they asked was for a person to tap out, play a song in your head, a very common song like Happy Birthday or Mary Had a Little mm -hmm. Lamb or something, just tap it out on, on your table, just uh, with finger, tap it out to the other person and sing it in your head, because for you, it is so absolutely clear what you're doing. The person on the other side just hears tap, 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 tap. And you don't understand why they don't hear what you're hearing in your brain. And and that for me is the best description of what happens in communication between, just between people, but between entrepreneurs and their teams. In the entrepreneur's mind, it makes so much sense. And what they're hearing is something somebody thump, 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 thump mm -hmm. on the other side. And people are nodding because they want to, they're inspired by that entrepreneur. They love working for them. They want to do the right thing. They just have no clue what they're saying. And what that entrepreneur needs is somebody who can say, I love your passion. I, I, I hear the words that they don't make sense to me. Please mm -hmm. make it clear. Yeah. And that's where it, that's where it needs to go. So confrontation and healthy confrontation is, is, uh, is, is key in that relationship. Yeah, absolutely. What are some of those advices that you would give to those entrepreneurs then to really make their message clear and be able to succinctly um, <laughs> say what they actually need to say to their organization and their leaders within? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure I've uh, succeeded in this in my career and working with entrepreneurs, <laughs> but uh, you can ask some of them if, if I was successful or not. But um, be willing to listen, be open, honest, vulnerable, and vulnerable means willing to admit that you don't have all the answers. Um, and and what, I, what I see occasionally with entrepreneurs is they have this amazing idea and then they're going to tell everybody every step that they need to do to get there. And mm -hmm. frankly, they're awful at that part of it. They're, they're just not yeah. very good at the process that needs to go through because their brain works in a completely different way. It doesn't work in a systematic way. And that's yeah. where that, that 
that that confrontation happens or that um, uh, that thing that uh, doesn't allow them to communicate because if, if it's so simple if they would just do one two and three well geez we'd be on the moon right I mean it's so yeah. simple you just a can some dynamite pointed in the right direction <laughs> you gotta land there right uh-huh <laughs> and, they, and they're and they're not willing to to or not able to or or willing to internalize what it really takes to do that so those are the being open and honest and vulnerable willing to listen um and and, and not give up on your dream because because they're your idea is great it's just uh hard to execute maybe so yeah absolutely do you have a story of how the both the integrator and the visionary have been able to work together well in harmony but also like get through some of those weird awkward patches of trying to figure each other out. <laughs> um, I, boy, absolutely. I've got a lot. Of, I worked for, after working with Philip, I moved back to the States. I worked for Erwin Jacobs in the Twin Cities and very successful entrepreneur, very well known in the Minneapolis area. And uh, I'm trying to think of a story with Erwin. He had uh, a lot of great ideas. The, the risk with Erwin was to, be sitting by him on the plane because if you did, you got all the to do's uh, and you were buried for the next. <laughs> the oh, next no. <laughs> um, uh, but I, I guess Matt Meets would be the other one. Matt is a great entrepreneur. Worked for him in the Twin Cities. Um, when I when he hired me, um, it was in about 2010, 2011, just after I had read the Traction book, and he had been implementing EOS for a couple of years in the business and was looking for the integrator to help him grow the business. So when we started, we had 30 consultants, and we grew it to over 200 consultants and found a strategic buyer and all that kind of stuff. And and um, I guess the, the piece that um, when, when I first met Matt, the best story that I remember about Matt is when uh, we were sitting at a coffee shop and I said, well, what do you really want to get out of this business? And he, and he pushed across this piece of paper and says his 10 year target was to be a hundred million dollar Salesforce partner of choice by 2020. And I, wow, that's pretty good. How big are you today? And I said, Oh, about three to 4 million. <laughs> and I thought, wow, this guy's either a genius or he's crazy. Uh -huh. And it turns out he's uh -huh. somewhere in the middle there. But um, he had this vision and I knew that it was working when a few years later I was sitting with um, some managers and we were trying to solve a pretty uh, hairy problem in the, in the business and we came to the solution and one of them looked at me and, and I remember he said, um, yeah, but Doug, how is that going to help us become a hundred million dollar Salesforce partner choice by 2020? Mm. And, and it was that first time that, that I saw that that really was a motivating uh, target. It was something that was out there. It was bigger than life. It was a little bit more bigger than anything we thought we could attain, but people were really like bought into it. But to get there took some really hard conversations. It, and um, uh, Matt was very passionate about certain things that he wanted them to be certain ways. And there were times we had to push back and say, but are we ready for that? Is, is the market ready for it? Are customers ready for it? Um, mm -hmm. And that's that balance of making things come together, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And that's really cool that they were all focused on that 10-year goal, not just the visionary who, 
as this yeah. grand old idea. <laughs> it's every single person wanting to achieve that. That's really cool, actually. That's awesome to see that. Yeah, and that's that momentum. And that's one of the things that the EOS system gives is, is people rowing in the same direction and making sure that we're all 100% on the same page. Now, there, it wasn't perfect at all times, but it mm -hmm. took consistency. People had to hear it many times. We talk about seven times that um, when somebody hears a message for the first time, they don't really internalize it. They, they, they can't act on it. So, you know, I, when I'm coaching teams, I say, so if it takes seven times for your teams to understand a new direction or a new way of doing something. So the next time you're frustrated, you've told them four times and you're going crazy. Like people, listen, listen, we're supposed to do it this way, not that way. Just take a breath, breathe, tell them three more times. They'll get there. It, it's about that consistency that needs to happen. And that's one of the yeah. things that I gave Matt just a ton of credit for is um, he was regiment. He was, he, he is a very creative person and, and lots of great ideas, but he, he learned that he had to be regimented in how he communicated and what he communicated. And the system gave him the tools to be able to do that so that yeah. he wasn't, um, throwing the new idea out and then everybody running that direction for a while, <laughs> running the other direction for a while. Uh -huh. Um, and that was, uh, really my role as the integrator was to uh, listen to those, be the sounding board for some of the great ideas and implement the ones that made sense or parts of them or move forward with some of them and then just say no to others. Just say, yeah, yeah let's, let's test it to this point. But if it's not working, let's, let's not spend any more resources on it. So. Yeah, absolutely. What are some of those tools that both the integrator and the visionary use to be able to um, soundly do this process and work through different concepts to get to the true results that they want. Yeah, the, the, probably the key one is the meeting pulse. It's it's the mm. the um, the communication methodology or structure that you need for your business, and it means every week as a leadership team we're going to meet for ninety minutes and we're going to follow a very specific agenda and we're going to go through and solve the most critical issues of the business this week. Then once a quarter, we step out of the business. And, and at that quarterly, it's important that after 90 days of running, working really hard in the business that you stop, you look back, you celebrate the amazing things that you've accomplished. You recognize the things that are ticking you off, holding you back, just not working in your business. You realign with your with your leadership team on the vision to make sure that we're clear on what the vision is, and then you set priorities for the next 90 days. Turn and charge, run for 90 days. So it's running mm -hmm. a business in this 90-day cycle. Once a year, you do an annual where you are spend two days do some team development or team uh, health uh, exercises, and then you reset priorities for the year. Um, set goals for the year and then set priorities for the next quarter and then continue to run in that 90-day cycle. That, um, that piece of it helps with what we call the connectedness, having the circles mm -hmm. appropriately connected between the, the leadership team. Because we've all seen leadership teams that occasionally talk, bump into each other in the hallways, kind of float around and, and do things. They're all working really hard, but they're not cohesive. And then you see other leadership teams that are just collapsed on top of each other where 
they don't have room to be independent and, and work, they always have to run something by somebody or, or by the owner or the decisions need to be made by one or two people in the organization. So we work really hard to create those connected circles in the appropriate way. So you're not, you know, uh, stumbling over each other and that you're not uh, just floating by and seeing each other occasionally. That's probably the, the key tool for helping the connectedness and then uh, that connectedness that happens at the leadership team, because as goes the leadership, so goes the rest of the organization, then that starts to flow down to the next uh, levels of the organization. Yeah. What are some of those hurdles that they initially have to get over to be able to get in that direction? You, like you mentioned, the connectivity between the, the yep. two, um, all the parties involved. How, Initially, I'm sure it's a bit harder, though. What are some of those things that they struggle with immediately? And how, what yeah, are some of those results that actually make it better in the end? Yeah, so uh, what they, um, a lot of teams struggle with just the definition of their responsibilities. In an mm -hmm. entrepreneurial organization, many times the entrepreneur just has an idea. And the first person that walks by, I remember sitting by Erwin on the, on the airplane, you know, if you were the person sitting there, you got the to-do didn't matter oh, no. if that was your responsibility or not, yeah. you yeah. got the to-do. You had to go do that. And, and entrepreneurs love to have flat organizations, and that's great. You don't need high levels and levels of, of hierarchy in your organization. But people need to know what their accountability is, what their roles are, and what they're responsible for. And if they don't have clarity with that, then you get people, the sales guy doing things in operations with engineering and the engineering guy out on sales calls and, and things that don't always make sense. So yeah. clarity in, the, in what you're responsible for is one of the very first things that we do in getting that leadership, leadership team working together. The second thing that I think they struggle with is just that open, honest communication in we live in minnesota and we call it minnesota nice you don't want to ever really tell anybody <laughs> that, uh, that they're not doing their job well or you don't mm -hmm. want to have that confrontation <clears throat> and so we have to break that confrontation can be a positive thing when it's done respectfully and if it's mm -hmm. for the greater good of the organization it has to happen and you know a minute's worth of pain will help you move faster forward faster than putting it off, putting it off, or just kind of coming around the edges and dealing with the symptoms of it. Mm -hmm. And that's the second thing that a team needs to really be vulnerable and recognize that they don't have all the answers and recognize that, okay, when you, when you've messed up, people might call you out on it and that's okay. And, and that's yeah. just part of running an effective organization. Yeah, absolutely. I've heard the quote before, fail fast, fail forward. And I strongly believe that that is very in tune with what you just said. Although it, it's a problem, might not be necessarily a fail, so to speak. I still think that it's very valuable to keep that in mind and make sure that you're always willing to <laughs> jump into the pain and be able to get yeah. out of it quickly. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's a very important um, trait to learn and grow in and understand. And yeah, absolutely. Well, Doug, if people want to find you, where are you located? 
So you can find me at a website, uh, vthadvisors.com. And VTH is just vision, traction, healthy, those three things that uh, we help our, our leadership teams with. So vthadvisors.com. Awesome. Cool. Well, looking forward to it. Do you have any final parting words for our listeners today? Uh, sure. If, if you are an integrator and you're working with a visionary and you're struggling and you need resources, there are all kinds of resources for visionaries and business owners, great groups for them to join. We've created a, an internet user group um, that uh, you can join. Uh, all you have to do is be a, an integrator in a business that is running EOS. And uh, we just bring other people that are in your same situation. We break you out. Last time we did our first session a month ago and there were something like 70 people in it. We've got another one coming up next week. Uh, we'll do it about once a month. Um, and I'll make sure there's a link on my website to it. Um, and I'll provide the link to you. Um, a friend of mine, Jennifer Zick, uh, with her company helps facilitate it. So, awesome. um, and, and I'll provide the, the link to you so you could put it on there. But if you're an Absolutely. integrator and you need a resource, want to talk to them, there's a great user group. Love to have you join us. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Doug, for joining us today. And thanks for providing that resource. That's awesome. You bet. Thanks. Have a great awesome. day. Cool. This podcast is proudly produced by Waypoint. What is Waypoint? Well, if you want to coach your team and not manage them, then Waypoint is worth checking out. Head over to waypointhq.com to learn more or email me directly, mike at waypointhq.com, and I'll demo it for you myself. Thanks for listening.